my favorite bestie. It's your favorite caffeinated, medicated, and never hydrated nurse, Nurse John. And we are back once again to your favorite therapy podcast. I beg your pardon. I miss you, bestie. How are you doing? And I just want to tell you right now, if the only thing you've ever done today was wake up, take a breath, I am so proud of you. And if the only thing you've ever done today was sit down in the couch, sleep, I'm still so proud of you. Every small step is a progress. And I just wanted to let you know that you are validated in this space right here. And I just wanted to let you know that you are love, you matter, you can take up space, and I love you. Okay? <laughs> How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I hope you've taken your medication. I hope you drink some water. You've eaten some food. Done the things that you should be prioritizing doing. Okay? And if not, take your time, Bessie. You have the control for yourself. But the most important thing is you realize what you need to do and what you need to prioritize and always always self-care and yourself first before anything else in the world okay and since we are back with a new episode this episode is going to spice your night your day your lunchtime your break time because this episode is all about hookup stories in a hospital in healthcare. are you ready for this bestie i am screaming it's gonna be spicy, messy, dramatic, fairy tale. And so I'm just warning you right now, there's gonna be TMI, too much information. So I just wanna give you that disclaimer, okay? So I'm not holding back in this. I'm reading real life situation that happened. And for people who's asking if Grace Anatomy is actually real, well, baby, this podcast is going to make you realize that maybe it's it's not all acting. Maybe it's not just a scene from Grey's Anatomy. Maybe it actually do exist because I can tell you right now, a lot of them exist and even worse. Are you ready, Bestie? Sit back, relax, take a deep breath. <sighs> And a lot of this too might trigger you. So I just want to let you know if you've ever experienced anything and it triggers some PTSD, trauma, pause, take a deep breath, come back to it or don't come back to it. Okay, because some of them are really messy, messy to the point that you're just going to be like, oh my God, why does this even happen? And most importantly, you're going to be like, I beg your biggest pardon. That's all you're going to have to say. And so I just want to make sure that I'm caffeinated too. I'm staying caffeinated with my rice fuel. Mm. Okay, Bessie, are you ready? And before we even start this stories, I just want to ask you guys, if you're listening right now, do me the biggest favor. Make sure you follow our podcast, download each episode, leave us a five star, share the podcast, and turn on notification. This will really help us spread the truth, the reality, and the podcast to everyone else and keep us out there. Please, please, please do me that favor. I love you, love you, love you so much. And thank you. Thank you for all your support. Okay, let's do this. Spicy tea from my ER. We have two travelers in my emergency department right now. They are a couple. Beautiful. Come to find out they are swingers. Even more crazier. <laughs> Asking co-workers of mine to have a threesome. Excuse me? The female was bragging one night very loudly with a patient's in earshot that she has a dildo inside her and the boyfriend has the remote. I beg your pardon. At work? How spicy can they be? I mean, sure, they're a swinger, but imagine... 
That man puts that remote on his pocket, just like what happened to my TikTok. Do you guys remember my story on TikTok where I was filming myself? That was my first ever TikTok. I filmed myself, but I was supposed to just save it and show it to my friends. But then I forgot to close my phone. So it accidentally posted my first ever TikTok and it went viral. But imagine that remote for the dildo. He leave it in his pocket and it butt dial one of the vibrating... <laughs> I could just imagine the face she would be making if that man butt dialed the speed and some other vibrating. Oh, this is crazy. I mean, this is inappropriately funny. <laughs> But not at work. Not when you're... Mm, there's so many crap going in my head right now, but I just cannot imagine this. Mm -mm. Next, we had a patient whose husband would openly pleasure his wife up under the covers and we would walk in it and he wouldn't stop. Okay. It was so uncomfortable. We would be like, oh, we will come back. They would be like, no, come on in and do what you have to do. No, sir. <laughs> That's what she literally said. No, sir. We don't want to watch your wife's O face while we are trying to get her vital signs. First of all, I don't even think you're going to be getting an accurate vital signs because if she's being pleasured right now her blood pressure is gonna shoot up so high and her heart would be at 150 she she's gonna go vita <laughs> She's gonna go, go VTAC at some point. Oh my god, no. And they're telling you to just do your stuff while they're doing their thing? Absolutely not, sir. I'm not staying in that room. You're finishing or you're stopping this before I even get to that room. And not on my shift. This is not happening on my shift. I don't want that. Uh-uh. Next. Wow, you guys. Isn't this really spicy? And these are just the first stories. This is not even the spicy stuff. Okay, let's do this. Ooh, guys, you want a hospital spice i got you bestie a girl i went to nursing school with got hired at the same hospital i work for she went to pack you and i went to labor and delivery so you know this is gonna be good and i just want to give a big shout out to labor and delivery nurses you guys don't just deal with pushing babies emergency situation in pregnancies the husband the family you guys go through drama and you guys are always part of the drama because you have to either resolve it figure it out fix it before the baby comes out or when the baby comes out it's crazy i don't know what kind of training you guys had for keeping up with the kardashian or is it a qualification that they ask you when you apply to labor and delivery do you like drama do you like to be part of the drama no okay but do you like consuming drama yeah perfect you're in <laughs> Because I have my labor and delivery friends. And whenever we go out, they're the people that we're waiting for the tea that we want to listen to for the next four hours while we're out. Because they have the juiciest, spiciest, craziest stories you could ever, ever hear. Okay. One of the residents and her started hooking up. And of course, she told our nursing school group chat because she's messy. Oh, okay. Exposed to the dog. I'm at work and a woman comes in that's in labor and said she was waiting for her husband who works in the hospital that's sweet she said he told her he was rounding and he would be up as soon as he was done this was their first kid so it was a big moment oh well turns out well turns out he was the resident that was hooking up with the chick from nursing school and that's what was delaying his presence from the birth of his firstborn child i beg your juiciest part on he was cheating mm -mm. throw this man away expose this resident her wife was in labor and he was cheating on her with a nursing student babe mm -mm. by the way i forgot to mention that the pacu is on the fourth floor and the labor and delivery is on the sixth so they were both doing their own kind of pushing <laughs> <laughs> Just two floor above. <laughs>
that was so funny and this is not right though cheating is not correct you guys i would never cheat and just to let you guys know if you're wondering i am in a committed relationship i have a fiance and we are engaged but my life is very private because i want to keep my my own personal life very private but i would never ever or even cross in my mind to cheat the person i'm with because this is crazy first of all how is this man having a child and oh my god whew, and this is what i'm saying you guys some of y'all might get triggered because you've experienced this or you've seen this or you're going through this and i'm really really sorry if this happens to you but wow <laughs> this happens often and listen a lot of the cook-up stories in the hospital are from people grown-ass adults who have families like a wife or engaged or a husband or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or kids and they're hooking up no this is not correct you guys i don't know what happens but this is crazy next disclaimer i didn't mean to eavesdrop but they're talking so loud and i haven't had my tea yet for the day <laughs> same so it goes like this i got floated in another unit and they're talking about who got banged by the doctor last night and i was like thinking of who what because in the philippines it's rare to talk about that out loud and they're considered unprofessional unethical too i mean yeah but you guys know how the tea the gossip goes in the nursing community it's fast it's faster than a cheetah baby well back to the story i heard that this doctor would ask out a nurse different person every day and boom what's more intriguing was that they said that this man pays a lot not pays a lot I mean, shit. To be honest with you, man. I mean, the doctor is single. Sure. This is still not correct. Not at work. Would you ever hook up with someone at work though it, it never crosses my mind because what's in my head is just everyone just smells like c diff <laughs> like why would i be attracted to someone smells like c i mean like i'm not saying that we all smell like c diff but just in my head i was like we're all disgusting when we're at work we're wiping butts we're picking up stuff we're cleaning wounds and everything like i could never and i'm not <laughs> And again, I'm not saying we're all dirty because we follow protocols, we clean ourselves. But just for me, the hospital itself is dirty. So hooking up, no, not in a hospital. But like you said, if he pays a lot... <laughs> they're probably enjoying it but at the same time no this is crazy next when i was a med student okay that we got a med student there was a rumor that one of the male interns was sleeping with a female attending in the obigaini she was in her 40s but admittedly smoking hot and married see another married person i don't know you guys now you're gonna be re-watching grace anatomy from the very beginning because you're gonna be like wait they're all true that's not a lie she eventually divorced her husband for this intern and they're now married that is a whole u-turn baby not a the oh my lordy and this happens you guys these are actual stories i don't know i'm just thinking like what is it so spicy about the hospital that people are like mm, let's go to the dirty utility room uh-uh i put big ass poop in that section how y'all be hooking up in the table next no mm -mm. <laughs> not me hospital hookup story i'm an international medical graduate and my best friend back home in india once asked me to cover for her at work while i was busy covering her shift in the er i went to the doctor's office to get my water bottle only to realize she was doing the deed with another male doctor and i happened to accidentally open the door <laughs> at the wrong time well i obviously tried to hide the embarrassment and apologize and close the door and walk off i was low-key sad to realize the d 
indeed happens at workplace too. Could never enter the same room again with the same look. How would you react if you open, let's say... <laughs> Let's say you have an admission, right? A patient and you're carrying this this whole ass bed to transfer the patient to the room and then you open the room and someone's doing the deed in that empty room. I would not know how to react. How would you react, Bessie? Because I would be shook it. I would be like, uh, put this patient back in the ER while we figure out what we're gonna do with this situation. And the thing is, it always happens in night shift. But the weirdest part is when it happens in day shift. Like, how do you guys have time in the day shift to do this? Aren't you all busy? running for exams like rendezvous and a lot of other stuff and the whole thing it's a chaos how do you guys have time oh my god i cannot do this i would not come to that room again same girl i would not enter the room the same again because i would just see them from like my peripherals and just be like oh my god i've seen the worst the nastiest shit ever okay so next are you guys feeling a little spice up in here or are you guys just like Ugh. total nasty about this or are you guys wait this was me. <laughs> so I actually have a story for you guys. This is not my story, but it's my friend's story. So my friend works in the cardiac unit. So basically, he was telling us that they had this patient on a cardiac monitor for monitoring his heart because his heart is beating low. So he's bradycardic. And there's also some other like stuff going on with this man. So they're trying to monitor him from the nursing station because you don't want to be staying in the patient's room the whole time and monitor them there. So they have the whole cardiac monitor installed to him so that they can monitor him from the station. And then at around like 2 a.m., they noticed that from bradycardic, so his heart was between 40 to 45. And, and then around 2 a.m., his heart went to 148. So at first, my friend was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just a monitor. Sometimes the, the machine itself kind of lags or there's some glitch or maybe the patient was just moving. So he was like, you know what? Maybe it's just a one-time thingy. So then he let it go. But then it continued rising from 148 to 178. And he's like, wait a damn minute. Something is wrong with this. So he got alerted. So he went to the patient's room. And when he opened the light, the patient was masturbating. That is the reason why his heart was beating way too fast because he was watching porn and masturbating so he's probably in climax this is true like for real this is not a joke i don't know what's with people and like i'm telling you right now this is all possibility and they're true because there's 8 billion people in the world and not all 8 billion people are the world are going to be sane some of them are gonna be insane and usually you get the insane ones this is crazy <laughs> So they had to remove the cardiac monitor and tell him to stop because it was really not appropriate. And at 2 a.m., sir, leave me alone. Next, I work at a psych hospital and one of our recreational therapists was sleeping with six co-workers at the same time. Not an exaggeration, six actual women on a staff of about 50 while having a pregnant wife at home. Eventually, a few women found out about each other and two came to blows in the hallway. We had to call a code to break them up. None of this woman could get along or work with each other and all were fired the man stayed on for a few more months before quitting oh my god i'm pretty sure you can see when a man is flirtatious in the unit or your co-worker is flirtatious because they would always act the same unless he was a great 
actor or he knows how to fake things but you would know and they were all fighting each other because of this man absolutely not oh my god you guys listen some men are just not worth the punch or the scream or your whole ass job you know what i mean oh lord i would <laughs> I would be just in the nursing station, documenting, charting, and minding my own business. I would not. Mm -mm. And again, this is another cheating story. Poor wife at home and the kids. Oh my God. How are these people not thinking? Use y'all freaking head. And again, ugh, I don't know. This is sad though. This is a lot of like cheating and this is not correct. Next, this isn't my hookup story, but there is this odd guy at work that helps out teaching students to become nurses and he would flirt 24-7 with everyone including me and once i was smoking outside on my own in the stairwell area and i would hear crazy moaning noises and i look up to see him having sex with one of the students excuse me best thing is week later when i went to smoke outside at the same stairwell spotted him having sex with a different student oh, I they both looked at me dead in the eyes and waved <laughs> That is the most awkward thing ever. And I'm probably going to need another four cigarettes to finish after seeing that. Not them waving. Anyways, quit that nursing home now somewhere else and I have a work crush. Need advice. Okay. Well, first of all, girl, good thing that you left that workplace because I don't know if I'm going to be able to smoke again outside of that stairwell. Guys, don't hook up with anyone. Not a co-worker. Not inside the hospital. Not in the damn empty patient's room. Okay, that's nasty. I cannot even sleep on it because I feel disgusted. Ugh, a stairwell? Why? Can't y'all go home and do it at home or something? And the students, why? <sighs> Advice for your work crush? Girl, make sure that that person is not married. They don't have kids. They're not, they're not divorced. And I'm not saying like you cannot be with someone who's divorced, but make sure everything is done legally. And there's no other things that you have to be like need to be concerned about because this is not correct just be careful okay make sure the man is single and again read the red flags there's a lot of red flags you can read okay not because the man looks good they have six-pack abs their bicep is popping doesn't mean they're worth it most likely they're not okay next i once hooked up with this fellow nurse oh uh, there you go a nurse to nurse interaction and since nobody knows about us we try to keep it low key discreet okay per period as you should because again we're trying to be professional and ethical and a lot of other things during one night duty oh there you go another night again during one night duty we decided to have a quickie in the nurse's lounge <laughs> babe not in the lounge we eat there we sleep there with the one double deck bed it was me him and two nurses aid hey, excuse me I beg your par pardon me? The doorknob was broken, but we lock it using the lock that has bolt and hinge. Smart? Okay, well, you should, because, you know, you don't want innocent people entering that damn lounge just for them to see things they don't want to be seeing. When we were almost at the finish line during doggy, <laughs> we heard the door and someone was trying to open it, but since we thought it was locked, so he kept going, but then the door was pushed further to the point that the hinge almost came off. And for sure, with one more push, it'll completely open we both jumped and separated <laughs> i quickly went up to the upper deck and pretended to be asleep he opened the door and said is the door broken as if nothing happened you guys this 
I mean, happy for you both that you guys find each other. I think all of this hookup story is because they're just so stressed and they need to relax or to find an outlet to just get off things. But guys, not at work, not with a married person, not with someone who's engaged with a kid or anything like that. I mean, this story is a whole different one. And I hopefully, babe, that he's not in a relationship because how do you all? I would not have the energy to do anything after an intercourse like i would just need to lie down and sleep for the, a good eight hours i don't know if that's just me or i'm just old or anything but i would not imagine like finishing your break and you have to come back to the floor and you have to have the whole ass energy to do your morning prep for all your patients no girl you guys were lucky but don't do it again and to think if i was your co-worker and i have to sleep on that deck on that bed and you guys have done this deed oh girl you guys better have freaking replaced the linens because mm -mm. oh lord okay i am you guys are getting crazy all of you okay this is going to be funny okay i'm i'm still waiting for the police paramedic firefighter situation because that's what you guys are looking for that's what you guys have been daydreaming that's what you guys wanna know if there is really how about this one though how about this apple i used to be a patient transporter there you go red flag a transporter and you know transport sees and knows a lot of people so was close friends with security there was always this doctor that was known for essentially hooking up with nurses well my friend rounding checking the supply room making sure nothing was out of place not the supply room i already know where this is going this is giving grace anatomy originally that supply room has a pin pad for the code and a badge scanner and you can open it either way he was one of those that had access to it by just scanning his badge so he did to his surprise in the corner there's someone pinned to the wall hooking up <laughs> it was the doctor and a nurse the doctor got very defensive and kind of threatened my friend with taking his job if he ever said anything that doctor never looked at my friend in the eye again and my friend later on found a better job and left thank you so much and he did not deserve that listen if you guys are doing things that it's inappropriate and you guys are into this whole thing and someone like accidentally seen you guys doing it you guys cannot threaten that person because that person is innocent you guys cannot blame that this doctor is not it first red flag threatening second red flag blaming someone else first of all the reason why he's probably threatening that man is because he is probably married what do you think bestie tell me agree with me because that's most probably is the reason and he's scared to lose his license and his family these people man i do not mm -mm. next i live in florida and a few years ago i was working as part of the crew that remained in the hospital during the storm three days later we were released and it also happened to be my birthday well happy belated birthday girl the other er employee i had been occasionally hooking up with suggested we go back to his place for some birthday okay a birthday blowout <laughs> We got there only to find out that his power had been out since the storm hit. So for about two days, it was definitely a hot and steamy affair. Period. Take it at home as you should. Not at work. Lord, people are not conscious. People are not using their brain. Use your critical thinking, girls and boys. Y'all did a critical thinking test and prioritizing what should be prioritized. And you guys are not using that knowledge. 
acknowledge that interventions and shit. Please do so for the sake of your patients who's trying to sleep after you give them melatonin and you guys are mm. next. Okay, we have three more and then we're gonna talk. This is all not it. It's crazy to think, but it all happens. This is our real stories. I work at this place where we had a new administrator start. Fast forward to a couple months later, word goes around he was hooking up with one of the younger CNA. There you go. The CNA is now out. Welcome the new girl on the villa. The CNA. How did that start? Housekeeper was making her round, unlock his office, and find that the CNA under the table and the administrator fixing his pants and belt. CNA walks out like nothing happens, but the rest is history. And get this. That same CNA became employee of the period. <laughs> Everybody know why. Also, the Don was super in love with him, but that's another story for another day. Administration no longer works there. She really said, <laughs> I'ma get this employee of the month with some quickie. Girl, I mean... <laughs> I just don't know how to react. The housekeeper must be traumatized. She must have needed some therapy after seeing that. I mean, oh, okay. Two more, guys. Are you still good? Are we still breathing? Are we still holding our breath? Are we still okay? If not, take a rest. Pause it. Stop it. Don't continue. I know a lot of this might resonate with some of y'all who's listening. And I'm sorry if it did and it kind of bring in like past situation. But like, again, these are just real stories I'm reading from people and... It, it's even a lot for me I've, I've never done any of these But this is a lot Okay We need some fairy tale I wanna be like Hey so like I have this co-worker We hate each other At the very beginning And then we kinda start going out And now we're married With five kids That's what I wanna hear Why am I hearing All of this other crazy stuff Okay I am a HIV Plus sexual health nurse Specialist And was doing a workout visit With a patient Joining the service Whilst I was doing his EKG As you guys call it Cause there's two ways you can say it ECG or EKG but they're the same basically he rested his hands around my hip which I thought was weird but I rolled with it B by the way this guy was shredded and hot okay just to point it out there that's why sh he rolled with it anyway want to skip a few when I detached all the leads and was decontaminating the machine facing away from him so he could put his shirt back on he sat to the edge of the exam table and pulled me in and onto him from behind so I could feel his heart on that had developed against my back. Um, isn't this assault? Babe, <laughs> this is harassment. 30 seconds later, I was examining his... <laughs> with my mouth and a minute later, he was in me whilst I was in a set exam table. <laughs> babe that was your patient moving on you got your fun okay you've had your fun babe this is it oh lord Whew. okay last but not the least i work at the icu as a nurse and our manager of anesthesia the doctor once had a multiple affairs with the rotating female interns of anesthesia while he was in relationship with his now wife they were flirting at the unit constantly and hooking up in the bed storage room i know gross or in his sleeping room at the unit so far are so good as you know tea like this goes all around the hospital like i told you guys the gossip goes around faster than anything else and especially at 
daughter, Yunit. It was no secret, many people knew. Karma is here for everyone, so one day his wife was admitted to our unit and that was when shit started to get real. You could see the fear in his eyes as he saw the nurses talking to her because he knew that we know what he's doing. He was so nervous all the time and sweating tears and blood. Although I think cheating is gross, it is absolutely freaking gross. I didn't want to put myself into that situation to tell her and ruin the relationship because I have to work with her husband a lot. Neither did my colleagues tell her because they felt the same way as I did and we all did not want the living hell on earth at work. But he felt guilty and learned his lesson, I guess. And he had no more affair at work after this special incident. Now he has two children with his wife and he is going to retire soon. Okay, let's debunk this. Debunk. First of all, I don't think that he stopped his affair because once a cheater, always a cheater. And that needs a lot of therapy and some, I don't know, some stuff. He probably stopped doing it at your unit because he knows that the nurses are gonna be there and if it happens again, you guys are probably gonna expose it. But the thing is like, that's the thing about patients' confidentiality and work confidentiality is that we are not supposed to tell any information or spread any information to patients or anything like that. So even though we know it, we cannot really tell the patient. Let's say, okay, so this situation, it's a doctor and his wife got admitted in the unit where that doctor was having a fling and having like intercourse with some of the nurses. But the thing is, those nurses could either break their professional conduct and boundaries and tell the wife, be like, hey, actually your husband has been hooking up with six of our employees or with me and some other employees or they're gonna keep their mouth shut and probably let the higher ups know because but again it's hard because you're working on that floor the doctor is working on that floor and again like what she's saying it's gonna be hell if they find out but again it's as much as we're part of the drama I think it's hard for us to know what to do or how to do it because again we cannot expose something because we're in a professional environment and we cannot just spread rumors I mean like it's not a rumor if everybody knows but at the same time we cannot just tell them those information I don't know how you're gonna do it but I don't know what to do either what are you gonna do Bessie are you gonna tell the wife that her freaking husband is actually fucking other people and the nurses in the floor where she's admitted I don't know what to do with that information if I'm the one in that position because I can I have a professional job and this isn't my place to do that but then the person in me the good in me my conscience my beliefs is telling me tell the wife you know what I mean it's your right to know this information because you would not know that the person you're with is actually horrible and bad and you should not keep going with this man because how the hell does he come home every day and you are thinking that oh my god he's such a hardworking man no other than that he's also working hard in some other things and that's crazy to me <sighs> Oh my god. How do you guys feel about this? These are heavy stories, you guys. I know some of you guys are probably really overwhelmed. Some of you are screaming. Some of you are laughing. We all have an emotional roller coaster right now. I don't know how to feel about this. It's a lot of cheating. I just don't like cheating because I've seen a couple of my good friends get cheated on and it's not fun. And I was always the kind of friend who they run into and they tell me what's going on and it's just, it hurts, you know? And also the fact that it happens in the hospital. I mean, 
mean, like Grey's Anatomy makes it very obvious and people are still in between if it's real or not. But it's actually real. It happens. I mean, if you found someone in the hospital or a co-worker or I don't know who, whatever it is that you find a connection with, perfect, sure, no problem. But the problem is if that person is married, if that person is engaged, has kids, has a girlfriend or a boyfriend, that's the problem. And as much as like in the heat moment where you just feel this rush of like, I just need to release all this like sexy hormones and whatnot and this feeling of like in need because I think like we nurses needs a lot of love and attention and just in general we just need to like de-stress because of how stressful this job is but I don't think it's right first of all your hospital environment to do that and with the people that you work with because that it's messy let's say it did not work out and you guys have to keep seeing each other every single damn time in the floor passing by to each other like nothing happened like you guys weren't pinning each other in the dirty utility room tell me that's crazy to me and i have had some co-workers who did that and i would never know until they told me and i was like girl how the hell do you guys work together and act like there's no history or experience behind your relationship you know what i mean like oh my god but yeah uh i just want to say if you guys found your love within the work environment that you're working in as long as it's legal as long as it's ethical as long as it's right and you're not hurting another person i mean it's your job to know first of all that if you're hooking up with someone know them first and as a healthcare professional first of all if you don't want to be hooking up with like multiple people and not knowing so the first thing i think like if i ever hook up and this is just for me if i ever hook up with someone like let's say back in when i was younger i would always ask them like when did you have your last sti test first of all because you want to be careful at the same time you know you don't want to be spreading anything or getting anything and i just want to say we need to normalize like sti is normal all of that stuff but these things are avoidable you don't have to get it you don't have to spread it to someone it is your job it is your it's like a deed you have to do to let someone know that let's say you have chlamydia gonorrhea or herpes to let that person know that you're hooking up with that you have this so they're aware because you cannot just not disclose it because this is that's not fair that's not right to do that to someone and again it's i'm not saying that sti is wrong because it is normal people gets it people have it and that's totally fine just like any other disease you can get it but it's your job like it's your conscience to tell someone that let's say you have this and it's also your part to ask and don't be shy asking that hey when was the last time you got your sti test or do you have any STI? I know it's weird to ask that, but I think it's right to do that because one of my friends works in a community clinic and it's most often people coming in because they're coming in because they're scared that they have an STI because someone disclosed it after they had an intercourse. Like that's not right. Like you should tell them or speak to them beforehand. You know what I mean? Again, I'm just being a nursing nurse here, but that's what's right. And again, for example, that situation with a doctor and six of the six of the fifth employees he was hooking up with girl no and y'all are eating in the same lunch room together oh you guys that is so spicy for this episode i think this episode deserves a part two what do y'all think yeah i think so I think so, but oh my god, you guys, there's so many submission though. The tea? When I asked for a tea, the healthcare workers are ready. And some of y'all really submitted a thousand word essay. 
<laughs> and this is so so crazy okay well thank you guys so much for listening to our episode and i hope you are okay i know this is a very heavy real life stories if you laugh if you had some fun if you cry if you scream good but if you have experienced this and felt some type of way like sad uh anxious traumatized i am really 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 sorry that it happened to you and i hope you're okay take some deep breaths and realize that whatever happened before happened and we cannot really rewrite our past but you can only do better in the future and that's totally fine and again your past does not define who you are today that's just part of you and your experience and what you're going to know and already correct in the future and I just thought of this. I'm always going to leave you guys with a quotation at the very end of each podcast to just motivate you or give some light into something. And I just found this quotation somewhere in Instagram. It says, It feels impossible to be a nurse sometimes. You're supposed to care, but not too much because that's crossing a line. You're supposed to want to work, but also balance work with the rest of your life and not work too much. You're supposed to ask help or speak up when struggling, but then criticize when you do. You're told to follow your dreams and your passion but don't worry xyz because those aren't real nursing job if you call in sick you're lazy but if you show up mentally checked out you're told to leave your personal life at home when you fight for improvement to healthcare, you're told you're greedy or expecting too much but when you can't deliver the care expected because of limited resources you're a bad nurse i'm tired of seeing nurses around the world having to do the impossible and this really hits home for me because this is what a lot of us is experiencing right now and i just want to say to every single nurses <sighs> you guys i hate using this but we are literally a real superhero the real definition of superhero of what we do every single damn day to heal our community to give back to our community to do the job to do something that we love and we're not appreciated about it and i hate that they use the word superhero to feed us crap and bullshit because that's what they think we are that we can just do everything and anything and we don't like we can never get tired we can never be mentally unstable or we cannot suffer but we are i just want to let you know that you are doing an amazing job thank you thank you thank you so much for caring for our community for saving lives for making a difference every single day and to all other healthcare workers thank you guys for contributing for helping heal everyone and i am so sorry that we're all going through this and i think the more we speak up the more we bring out the word out there the more we are being heard that's why this podcast is made because i want them to know every single single thing that we're going through that they don't want everyone the public to know i love you love you love you so much and again please do me a favor make sure you download this episode and the past episode leave us a five star and make sure you follow our podcast and turn on notification i love you love you love you so much and i will see you again next week for our next episode i love you Mwah.